It is 1 a.m. and I am high as fuck. So y'all get podcasts. Y'all get a pot podcast. Pot. This is already unraveling. Did I say that right? Unraveling. Unraveling. Oh my god, my cousin is probably so fucked up right now. I mean, if I am this gun, my tolerance is. I've destroyed my tolerance. He's gonna be. He's a virgin. He's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing at him soon. We gonna see about that. Um. So, uh, I, I, I ate. You know, we, we, uh, getting edibles in Nigeria. It can be expensive, and just having um, cush on you is cheaper than having to order edibles. So we amateur men who don't really have any business in the kitchen because we have no skill although we really should be in the kitchen because we can learn and we should be equal participants in the domestic functions I don't know how to cook for shit I can do a few things I can do a few things and I can do them okay I think enough to survive and I have some sort of bias that I wish I had for my art when it comes to my cooking no matter how stupid the shit I've concocted is. And I fried boiled eggs, by the way. No matter how, how risky or how experimental it was, I always just end up eating it. And like I, for the most part, for the, what the fuck happened to my tongue just now? For the most part, I like it. I like it like that. <laughs> Sorry about that, that was impolite. Fuck. What was I saying before that? Jesus fuck. Um, food, taste, sexy man, drink, protagonist. No, that was a different recording. Oh fuck, god damn it. Oh yeah, I, I get my... So yeah, okay, yeah. I can't cook for shit, so I can't do anything fancy like bake a brownie or um, cookies. But I can mix egg with a pre-cooked stew and we... and, and, and cook it. And serve it to myself and my cousin. So I just say it to myself. I serve, it to, serve half of it to my cousin. And I told him to pace himself. I told him to pace himself. And that was good advice. And I'm starting to actually realize that I should have followed that advice myself. I trusted too much in my tolerance being destroyed. And right this moment, I just started to feel like, yes, I should have heeded my own advice. Because I just I cleared it all. Starts my dinner. I cleared it all with rice. It won't go. I was watching the first episode of the new season of Keeper and the one Age of Wonder Beast. Wonderful show. Wonderful show. Why did I say wonderful? You should watch that show. And now or plus later, and I'm trying to sleep early. I'm kind of just waiting for the dinner hit so I can sleep off. Because I I don't want to miss the moment you hit. Because that's magical. It's magical. It's scientifically magical. And so I'm there and I'm like, this has been a while. The edibles ain't doing shit. Like the classic meme. I don't know how that's me every time. You'd think I'd be used to it by now. But no. I thought these edibles ain't hitting. I'ma smoke something to trigger it. Even though I have a bad cold. And I only fucked with edibles so I didn't have to smoke. 
because I want to be high. I don't want to be sober in these times. Fuck, you see what's going on? I don't want to be sober. I sound like I'm not Nigerian. I don't know where the accent and the talk pattern is coming from. I swear to God, this thing is hitting me very hard. Help me. So I said I will smoke small. Just pack my pipe small because I'm a prestigious bitch. And I heard it. Minister, I'm like, oh yeah, it's starting to kick something off. And I'm listening to um, Space is Only Noise, the album, because it's one of my favorite things to listen to while high. And I just, I get up, I think I have to pee. And I'm, I'm peeing. And I'm peeing crookedly, like I'm making a freaking mess. Because I mean, guys, right, we'd rather, we'd rather skip our pride and stand and aim. And just sit down and pee. I'm kidding. I actually do sit down and pee sometimes. I don't know why it skipped my mind this time to just do that. Because I I had previously used my apparatus for um matters that might complicate the first pee after. Um and so I'm there thinking I should work. I should work. I want to work. I'm going to work. And so I said I'm going to do some character design finally. And I start, and it's this character that I'm working on for this story, of course, obviously, that I'm working on. And he goes through some belly of the wheel shit, comes out on the other side older and more damaged, and sexy, but I want him to still retain the soft boy parts of him, the goofy ass parts of him, and I wanted his design to show that, and I'm just like, I'm just going to play around with this first sketch, and I remember, oh yeah, you gotta identify your character with a pose, because I'm trying to pick up as many things as I can, as fast as I can, so I do it with this pose that just comes to me, because of course I'm high, and I think, yeah, I like this pose, and if this was a competent drawer, artist, it would look pretty fucking cool, a lot cooler than it does here, and I can actually probably take it apart and do it again somewhere else, like, for, um, for, you know, fun purposes, and then I look at the face, and then I look at the body of this, um, black Adonis, <laughs> that I have made, and, He's soft, alright, but he's cute, and like I've been, I've made this guy a twink. That's what I've done. I wanted him to be a soft boy. I went and made him a twink, and I don't like. And I think this is the design I'm going to stick with because that's fucking great. That's funny as well. And that's how I know I'm high. But then at this point, I'm like, okay, fuck, my nose is really clogged. I should go record my new note, my um, new ideas, and um, see me talking as if I get genius as ideas. I should go record these new things after all, and pass you the stories that I'm, I promise I'm working on. And I'm cracking jokes, and I'm like, I should, I should totally go record myself being an idiot online and just telling stories to the five people who actually find this podcast and listen to it hello five people who find this podcast and listen to it i love you i hope you know that and so i have given you the gift of my insanity at this hour i hope 
I did not just set myself up for some disappointment. Jesus Christ, I have so much anxiety. <laughs> Why do I even just read? You just makes me so paranoid. I'll be listening to music and I'll hear notes in the sound that I haven't heard before and I'll think it's things happening around me in reality that I'm somehow picking up to my headphones. Like people have yelled at me from behind me on these headphones and I have not heard the thing cars I've heard at me for some time. Once in a while, depending on the song I'm listening to, a lot of songs you can hear the noise too, but some songs are because I listen to a lot of metal. Ah, I need to stop smoking for a while. <coughs> and so, I'll just I'll hear things and I'll be like, they're fucking coming for me. They know the Holy Spirit has informed them. I have to cover it up. What am I gonna say I'm doing here? And so I just said, just go and use my room. Like, I don't need to be in this creepy ass part of the house. Wondering if every door opens, they're looking for me. I can just be in my room like a sane person. And thus I lay high in my room. I mean, I sit high in my room. Thinking about the twink character that I have just made. I just brought forth and wishing that I could pay good money to have somebody really, really make a piece that embodies all this sexy twink energy that I'm envisioning for this character's future. <laughs> I just edit. I just edit. I'll edit. Yeah, I forgot you can edit. So I'm just going to go out a whole section. So you'll probably hear me rant about how I can edit. Yeah, I just realized I said something that I shouldn't have said, and so I'm going to have to delete that. And that's the problem with being stoned and rambling on the internet and not realizing that you're rambling on the internet. But then it's also the benefit of paranoia. Hmm. Well, I think I'm gonna talk about my um experience with drugs, and I'll just call it there after that. So, drugs. Growing up, I know shit about drugs. Little nigga didn't know shit. I mean, I'm growing up in Nigeria. The only thing that I know people that that people did was cigarettes. From a very early age, I knew that people smoked things. Also, any that people smoked pipes and fat cigars. Because I watched Popeye and I watched Tom and Jerry and I had a fascination with pipes and now I own a pipe. <laughs> Coincidence, I wonder. I own two pipes. Beginning stone and stash. Also, I knew that people smoked. I didn't know why people smoked. I knew that smoking could give you lung cancer. So I didn't know why you would smoke. Like, it felt like such a weird thing to do why are you inhaling smoke if you can give you own cancer i don't get how does it make you feel cool does it like is it like a cool thing to do i don't know my cousin eventually said um for people that smoke is because it's um cold and it helps us stay warm and i'm like maybe that's it i wouldn't know how warm it gets you okay so that was my first job for a long time Eventually, you get into secondary school, and somebody under the guise of a new curriculum comes and says, Okay, today we're studying drugs. And this is like secondary school, GSS3 or GSS. I'm not even sure when, but along the line, somebody came and was like, 
and he's talking about drugs and like alcohol. I think they talked about yeah, they see the always Nigeria's education was always particular about alcohol being called a drug as well. It was alcohol, they talk about um they say cannabis sativa, they would say um meth meth, yeah, meth was all yeah, cocaine was all heroin. They covered those ones. And they like don't do drugs, you'll get you addicted, they hurt you you go mad, your family would abandon you, you bankrupt <laughs> you go crazy fucking yourself all this shit I don't even know if they covered that when or if I remember them covering that and it was an afterthought after that sure 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 it happens I know about alcohol but everyone that drinks alcohol seems not entirely okay when they drink but look I didn't even know anybody that drank alcohol that point because I didn't know people around me drank alcohol people did I just didn't know so going forward, I hope I remember to this thing. Going forward, got to um, a point where we'll do another person will still come and cover that same topic, and the idea was more cemented that there were substances out there that people used for reasons because um it took away their pain or it made them confident or happy, which in hindsight don't sound like bad things to want but you know how christian society is we're always demonizing things that will make a person happy that's not jesus so we knew that people did it and that it caused problems for that we didn't necessarily know why people did it we just knew people did it and i hadn't particularly internalized the desire for it not yet i know that I had seen people like light paper, empty paper, and smoke it. And I had done that too because I think that was fascinating to me. It was, it was fascinating for me to breathe out smoke. And I think obviously influence of things that I watched and saw maybe. And so I did that also twice. <coughs> <coughs> but I didn't necessarily express any desire to actually smoke something because I didn't actually know what there was to smoke. But then one day, at one point. I had sort of pieced some things together. Like I knew about snuff, and this is relevant because of what comes next. One day during our an exam, I will not mention the nature of, but it was important because I'm paranoid, and I hope I edit this thing. She brought uncle's tobacco snuff, and I knew it was snuff. And so we passed it around. I took it. I got very hard. She checked me. She asked me if she wanted to have sex. We went to the box because have sex. We did not have sex. Which, honestly, I don't know if she intended to have sex before. And then she backed out, but good on her for backing out. And actually going away because I know that at that point I was an idiot. I do not know what I, if I could have done it. No, okay. At that point I couldn't have done anything. But. At least she knew how to back out of a situation that she shouldn't be she didn't want to she shouldn't have been in good on her. Um I was saying. But yeah, so we did that. And it didn't like up to then I hadn't expressed any desire for those and I just did it. Where's my vitamin C? Hold on, it's me nearby. I just did it. And after that I still didn't necessarily internalize any desire for those. But after about um people would talk about weed and I would be like I've done weed because I I would look back and like yeah that must have been weed because I didn't know weed what weed was. 
for a long time. And at the point, I had been listening to Leo Wayne and quite a lot of rappers who had been rapping about weed in quite a lot of songs I had listened to in hindsight. But to me, smoking anything was just cigarettes, and I still didn't know why people did this. But eventually, weed started to stick out as a common drug because people would use that as a derogatory insult. I don't. I think that's a tautology. But is it derogatory? You know, someone would say something weird or out of left, out of field, or just absurd, and be like, "What are you smoking, bro?" Not in a British accent. That's just my retelling voice. Or, or someone would come up with this idea that's just unfathomable that they could think of that, or they could do that, and it's like, you smoked weed, because you could only be extremely creative, or extremely stupid and absurd, or deeply unthoughtful if you were on weed. It was common. People would talk about how Lil Wayne's intros were. He was smoking weed. And I'm like, oh, he, that's, oh, I didn't know. But I didn't know I could smoke weed. What? I didn't know. I think I could feel, at that point, I would have filled any exam that was based on just drugs at that point because I didn't know what drug did what. I didn't know what drug's name was what. Now I can tell you, cannabis, I can tell you, Pescaline Peyote's mescaline. Why is it Pescaline? Mescaline Peyote is Ayahuasca, if I pronounce that right. LSD, MDMA, Ecstasy. I've not done most of this. I'm not doing most of this. I don't know. But then, then I, would, I would have easily feel because I couldn't give a fuck. What the hell are these for? <laughs> and then one teacher would um, teach us would actually go bless this man because if he had a, if he had actual information, that person would have set me straight on a lot of ideas for a very long time because he had that honest or rather earnest intent to just pass on knowledge. This is already longer than any of my guest cast, my God. And uh, he talked about how people would take drugs to feel high. He would lift his shoulders up to his ears, as he said, that, and strut around, like, imitating the bad guys of the community. And he says that he'll high in the sense that he makes them feel confident and powerful, like they're untouchable, and like they could do anything. Again, things that don't really sound bad in hindsight or in present sight or whatever. <coughs> I hate it when I cough during a fucking pandemic like this. Um, and that was what I knew for the longest time. And then I started to, as I started to listen to more and more rap music, I hear more and more of these um very uncouth guys that I went to school with talk about shit and poetry, which was odd. I think I don't, I don't, know, I don't remember them talking about it. But, you know, rap is poetry, so they probably did. But... You start to hear the like it's how you hear like sentences creep quite a lot regarding certain um, things. So like a computer searching <laughs> information algorithms, you start to understand that when they say this person smoked weed when they wrote this, that it sort of means that they've subject this they're suggesting that this person was too creative, they had to be stoned kind of situation. And so you start to associate being stoned with some level of creativity and you don't quite understand that you don't even really know it you just know that some people smoke weed and they're creative and that's a stereotype that people, that you stick with and it's not a false stereotype but that's another way that i learned about weed and so those are the things that i knew about weed and not all of them were right
And so eventually I'm growing up and left school and I'm not really thinking about weed. I, I just say that someone that I live with smokes weed and I'm just going through life. I don't really care. I don't really give a fuck. I feel like this thing is damaging him because I'm ignorant at the time. And at this point, I've now suddenly of somewhere developed a stance against weed because I had this very close friend of mine. Also fun at the time. I hope he's alright. And he told me one day that he had smoked weed once. And I was like, <gasps> How dare you? Why? And he told me it smelled like Bond's jollof rice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and he liked it. And I'm very judgy about it. And I don't want him to do it again. And later on, a friend of mine would tell me that her friend smoked with and I'm like, get out of that house. And then what did she told me she go high? And I'm like, no. I was literally like, they've taken your innocence. <laughs> I also felt left behind at that point because at that point I had started to crave the, this was now like two years ago, I started to actually crave drugs. Was a lot of leaning back towards the smoking thing, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't think it was weed, I just thought it was like smoking. Like, I would have dreams, and I knew people that smoked close to me, so there's that influence. So, and so I spent like a year fighting that urge, being like, and talking to people about it as well. Like, I keep wanting to smoke, I keep wanting to smoke, I keep wanting to smoke, and then I spent a year, and I said, fuck it. I'm going to try one. I'm going to take a fag. <laughs> and I try one and it makes me feel sick. And I'm like, no, I don't like this. Still for a while the craving comes back and I wanna smoke and I wanna smoke and I, and I try one again and it makes me feel sick. And I'm like, okay, this is not for me. It was really not for me. So I done with that. I told me that terrible high, and but I still want to smoke, and so my ideas turned to another thing that you can smoke, and that is cannabis. And I started to think about that, and I started to spend another year fighting the idea of that, and saying, you know, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Why am I doing research about this thing? I'm not going to do it. And I started to actually learn about this thing. And watch TED Talks about it and podcasts, my God. And I learned, and I learned the entire conspiracy about the reefer madness. And I've learned quite a bit more since then about Nixon. And just in general, that there has always been some sort of contest to the use of cannabis. There's always been like there's, there's always been the two factions of free users and people deciding that those free users shouldn't be using it at all. There's always been that conflict, and it's interesting to me, and I don't know why, but I wish it wasn't so. And I've learned quite a lot since then, but eventually I stopped. I realized, okay, I think we know ourselves enough to know that these. Cravings aren't just going to go away by willpower. And so I started to turn towards more of the, okay, maybe I'll try it. 
type of thing because it's gone for two years now. Like, fuck, man. I feel like someone just passed, and I don't know if I'm being listened to. And so I said, maybe I'll try it. I don't know how I'll get it. And naturally, I, I do research and I do find out how I could get some. And I found out how I could get edibles. And I'm like, okay, okay, we'll save up for this. Because I'm broke as hell. Or we'll plan. When we um, say I'm going to get a huge amount of money, I'm going to buy one. And I knew, what, and I knew when the next one was going to be. And that was going to be on my birthday. So I was already planning to do that. And then one day someone that I used to live with us just comes by and she's in my cars and they're like, we got weed. I'm like, so I spent two years battling temptation and I'm still even conflicted. And the universe of God just delivers it literally to my fucking doorstep. And... Like they said, there's a bit of hesitation. I'm like, I want to join you. Take me with you. Let me test the dark side with you. I set me into your and I set me into your wait. Fuck, is it nine? Not I set me into your embrace. I set me to your ranks, brethren. And so I joined them and we partake. And it's not too much, but it's enough that. The person I'm with, maybe she has powers, which, you know what, she's probably right. And I am witnessing time skip in front of me like I'm fucking King Crimson. And I say that because I'm just not aware of anything that happens, and I know that's not how King Crimson works. I'm just saying it's like I had King Crimson, but it was fucking me up instead of somebody else. And thus I witnessed time skip. My cousin's already gone inside because it was too much for him. Which is why I'm worried about him now. And I'm having a day. Like I did it at midnight and I've had it till the next evening. And I'm like, yeah, this this is for me. This is actually for me, you know. Because I'm like, my cousin's like, nah, never again. And I'm like, yeah, never again. But then I'm like, yeah, this is happening again. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and and so everything comes. And I wanted to have it I wanted to have the edibles I was ordering with my friend, but unfortunately that couldn't happen. Things happened. It wasn't anybody's fault. It was just school and distance and couldn't hang out. <laughs> but I shall ordered it. And I did follow instructions. The kind kind um person that runs the account tell me take one and wait thirty minutes. Was it thirty minutes or twenty minutes? I think she said twenty minutes. I don't know if she's a she. I have no idea, I just feel like she's a she. Feels too nice. And I'm like this is the fuck all. Why just eat one? Maybe my tolerance is higher than because I smoked that one time, I didn't know about the fact that tolerance is set. Yes. And so I take like two, intending that that's all I'm going to take for now, but knowing that I'm deceiving myself because I got honey as a fucking topping and I love honey and I'm dipping for fluffy to honey, so of course I'm going to take more, and so I take like five more. 
I take like four more and it's quite a lot more than I expected to get and I'm like I've got to finish this at some point but I'm like I really should stop now I've probably taken too much and so I just continue playing League of Legends resisting the urge to eat more I taste some honey just because I love that sugary honey and I'm playing League of Legends I play two matches and I go into howling the this that's not what the map is called. The map is called no F is it F? No, I don't care. Howling Abyss. We're going to Howling Abyss. It was for Pearl King. It was for Pearl King and I've got Lissandra. Was it Lissandra I got that day? I think I've got Lissandra that day. And I'm playing and we're heading into match and time slows down and I'm like, oh yeah. This is the beginning of a good night. No, not that I was actually freaking out there. I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. I lost consciousness. And I woke up, and the funniest thing was like the other time. When I say King Crimson was fucking me, it's because I had done everything that I was intending to do when I went under. When I'd come out, like, when I black out, my body still continued doing the thing that I was trying to do. So I would black out and my unconscious ass is still playing League of Legends. And I would wake up and I see like a few assists and several pets and I'm like, what? What is going on? <laughs> I just continue playing and blacking out and blacking out and I black out and I wake up and I'm in another fucking match and I'm just on summoner drift. And it's so bad. I can't communicate with anybody clearly. I'm just playing, and I know this is it. I can't keep playing. And I think we lose that match. Yeah, we lose that match. If I check my PGG, it's a dreadful day for me. And so I go and lie down, and I'm swimming in my bed. And it's a very funny experience. And I'm like, holy shit, my arms are spaghetti. And I'm doing this weird sound afraid that it sounds really cool in my head, but it probably sounds very cringe for you. And... And I'm like, yeah, this is powerful. I'm going to sleep. I stay swimming in bed for a while. And then I wake up. And I'm still high. And I have to go about my day high. And I'm like, fuck, this is lasting quite powerfully for quite long. And I mess up a thing with my grandma. Because I set a timer. And I went out to prepare food. And I just finished preparing food. And instead of me to go back when the time I was done, I just took my food and I went. Because I was like, have I done the thing or have I not done the thing? I think I've done the thing. I'm not sure that I've done the thing. I think I did. I'm not sure. I I, I might have. I think I did. I wouldn't be out here if I didn't. Okay, fuck it. All right, let's go. And I went. And I did not do the thing. And my grandma was very mad and I'm very sorry about that. But I made sure to do the thing every other time. I was able to do the thing with our eye and the liquid. And I had to watch the um, Game Awards and I couldn't really process the Game Awards. I knew that Grimes was singing on the stage for Cyberpunk and I was like, this her new song? It's nice. Back then we didn't know that she was supporting a fucking capitalist overlord with her. I'm sure adorable and innocent robot child who probably won't take over the world but he probably has a good heart by nature i'm kidding i'm kidding jesus 
Don't invest me, Mr. Obama. Um, I stole that joke. Uh, what was that story? And I can't believe this is Game Awards. I know that it's cool. Was that the one way Keanu Reeves showed? No, that was in the one way. Was that the one way Keanu Reeves showed? It was last year. I have no idea. I don't think it was. I don't think, I th- no, Keanu Reeves showed up at E3. Fucking hell. You're breathtaking. Uh, I think he showed up at E3. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> and I'll hide that day. I'll hide the next day. And I'll hide the day after that. But it's a bit less, and I'm more coherent, but I'm still noticeably high. And I'm like, I have to sleep this off, and I have to, I'm mean, that's what I've been doing, I'm trying to be us, and I keep waking up less high, but still high. And then, like, four days after, I'm still high, I'm like, am I just going to be like this forever? Am I going to die? Is this how I'm going to be forever? I don't want to be like this forever. I want to be normal again. <laughs> I lay there on the couch in pain that I was still high. And day five, I'm like, holy shit, I'm sober again. I wasn't sober again. I was still high. And then eventually I realized, oh shit, I'm still high. It's just a bit less, but I'm still high. Maybe it'll eventually go away. I mean, the next day it goes quite clearly, and I'm like, Oh, fuck, this is so much better. But I still think that I'm, like, permanently damaged to always feel some bit of high. And I just feel like most of the damage is gone, but, like, it's going to be there forever. But eventually, I wake up not high, and I'm like, that was a wild ride. I shouldn't have done that. And part of the problem was that during the wild ride, I still ate more of that because I had the munchies and they were delicious. But I didn't finish everything. So by day five, it was moldy. And I couldn't eat again. I was very sad. I had to throw it out. I was very sad about that. I don't have money to order on that one. So eventually, eventually, I didn't notice this at first, but even when I thought I was completely sober, I didn't know for certain that I was sober until I stood up and I felt pain in both my legs and I wanted to crumble and I said, I am back to normal. (laughs) Great. I can't walk again. Oh my God, it hurts to stand and move. I'm perfectly normal again. And I realized... Because before then, I think we talk about medicinal um, aspects because obviously I had known that some states had legalized for medicinal purposes. And I had seen the South Park, South Park skit about the big testicles. This is a long part. And, and I realized this works for pain. It works for my pain. And I've been trying to find something that worked for my pain. And I realized I like this and it works for my pain. So I talked to my cousin about it and I decided that I'm going to become somewhat of a frequent user to help in my pain. And several months later, I'm here stoned off my ass for the third day in a row because I now use it pretty often. And I take breaks, but I'm a stoner now. And I say weird shit online 
for 40 minutes. And it does help with my pain and it still helps with my pain and it helps me be a kinder and funnier and nicer person and it does all those things that they threatened it would do to me. You know, it takes me into a happier space and it is addictive. But you see, a lot of things are propaganda and a lot of things are lies. And addiction is a problem and a bad thing but only because of our reaction to it. It's like, addiction wouldn't be a problem if you had actual healthcare protocol for these things and actual regulation. You go and outright ban things that help people cope with their day-to-day life, even though that dependence is not necessarily great, or just help people who are in some way, in need of that kind of pain relief. Like, obviously in the case of heroin and cocaine, I don't support those. Like, some drugs are, at least as we understand now, dangerous enough. But then, when everything is illegal and you don't leave room for research, we don't know where the minimum is, where the maximum is. I mean, not to some extent, we know that, but like, we don't properly handle the addicts. We don't, we don't, we as a society don't do our best for them. What the fuck am I ranting about? All I'm saying is, addiction is bad. Yes. I'm still not now. Yes, okay. Also, I still my train of thought there. Fuck. Yeah, I was saying that we does all the things that they say we do to me, except for the fact that it doesn't actually make me cry out for my mommy when I'm not with it. It doesn't make me go crazy and commit crimes when I'm not with it, or when I am with it. And a lot of things are propaganda and bullshit, and you shouldn't be the racist as less. And I am too high because of edibles, and you should not do edibles. They are too powerful. They will take control of you. Anyways, it was nice just randomly ranting without because I have no content and I have nobody to interview. Well, I have Farasha and I'm start, I'm actually finished my interview with her and I'll do that too. Anyways, it's a tough world right now and I hope every single one of you takes care of yourself. I hope that in some way... No, I think it's selfish to ask that. It's Black Lives Matter... We have filled Yemen, we have filled women in Nigeria, we have filled women all across the world. The women deserve, at the very least, free sanitary pads and tampons, at the very fucking least. And please let us throw in some real justice for the exalt victims. Anyways, full stop, I am too high, I shouldn't have done this at all, and I hope I remember to edit it, I remember to edit it, bye bye. Fuck. Mm. Sorry. Something in my mouth. Um, I'm sorry. As you know, Jesus, I don't know if you can. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that. I don't know if I doubt. I don't know how technology works. I don't know if you could hear the audio that was playing. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I just saw Trump on my notification bar and it triggered me small. I'm not even kidding. Like, no, I shouldn't be using that word because it's kind of bad to use it. Uh, 
but like it i saw his name and i just i i fucking tensed and i went back into my aggressive fuck this guy mode like like my aggressive i'm gonna ask some aggression come mode Sorry, I came to apologize on this extended podcast. As you can tell, that episode is a bit of a mess because I am I am baked out of my goddamn mind. I took too much and I had to go rest. And um, I hope you enjoyed it regardless. I had to cut out a huge chunk. You might notice that, you might not. I don't know. I, I haven't verified it, but um, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy my um, changing accents that I, I'm sometimes conscious of, sometimes not. I mean, I, I don't know. They're not very good accents, though. But um, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Have a nice day. I will finally sleep.